Welcome to the Love Lab podcast, a safe place to get real about sex. Whether you're a man, woman, single or couple, this is the show for you because, well, sex matters. We are your hosts, Kevin Anthony and Celine Remy. All right. Welcome back to the Love Lab podcast. This is episode 84 and it's titled Tips for Couples Who Work Together and How We Make It Work. So, you know, one of the most frequent questions that we get is, how do you guys work together? Like, especially from friends too, like they come over, they see we have one office and it's not very big. (laughs) We have two desks that barely fit in it. (laughs) We work side by side. We do the podcast together. We coach clients together. We spend a lot of time together. And so one of the questions that people often have is how do you do that and not drive each other crazy or not just kill each other? (laughs) So we thought we would do an episode on how to work together. And actually when researching it, we find this is a common question that a lot of people have. Yes, so I'm super excited about this episode, but before we dive into it, let's give a big shout out to our sponsor, Power & Mastery. So if you want to join the secret club of men who are great in bed, then go to powerandmastery.com. This is the most complete sexual mastery training for men. You'll find a course for if you want to last longer, have harder erections, or simply become the best lover in bed. So go to Power & Mastery mastery.com to check the courses out. You know, we've been doing uh, ads for Power Mastery for a while, and usually I just let you kind of read the ad. But I just want to say to the men, if you ever wanted to fix something that's wrong, like your love life isn't the way you want it to be, you've got to check this out. This is this is the way that you can fix that. Yes, yes. So I am really excited. So we own a relationship publishing company together. We, yes. I mean, I mean, we're married. Um, we, we, we share similar hobbies. I mean, we pretty much share 24-7 together. No, that's not true. We do take some time off, and I think this is what we'll share too. But it is true that a lot of our time is spent together. It's a good thing that we adore each other and love each other. I actually never feel like I have too much of you. That's cool. I know, right? And I'm like, I could spend more time. Like, I'm sure I can squeeze in a few more minutes because you're so awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and so um, I feel like we're very lucky. I want to say that before we get into uh, the benefits of working together, I do want to say that it requires good skills to be able to work with somebody, whether or not you're in a committed relationship, um, and that there's no shortcut to developing your relating skills. And these are skills that are never taught. And unless you're willing to do the work and what it takes to upgrade your love skills, you're not going to be successful in any type of relationship. Correct. And well, so what you'll find is that yes, we're technically talking here about how to work together. But these tips, most of them, maybe not all of them, are also going to apply to your relationship in general, right? Because whether it's a working relationship or a romantic relationship, it's still a relationship and a lot of these same things will apply. So (laughs) let's, let's talk about why would you want to work 
with your significant other? Well, here's my number one, and it's not on the list. I'm going totally off list because you're freaking awesome, and I just wanted to bring more awesomeness into the world. Okay, that's awesome. I love that. <laughs> what about for the people that maybe don't think that it's so awesome? Or their partner's that awesome. Well, then they should. Well, then they're not with the right partner. That's just how it is. That's a good point. Yeah, you, you know. should think your partner's awesome, or you're with the wrong partner for sure. Absolutely. Well, then that's kind of the benefit number one is that you get to spend a lot of time together. So, um, if you love each other, it does increase the time that you have together because that is one of the thing that many working couple notice that they don't get to spend much time. They see each other maybe for an hour or two in the evening. They're super tired, and that's it. When you get to work together, you get to increase exponentially the amount of time you spend with one another. Yeah, and that's that's one of the number one complaints is that you get up, you, you got to get the kids ready for school, and you go off to work, you work all day, then you come back, you probably have some errands to run after work because you've been at work all day, you got kids stuff to take care of again, and you know you basically don't get to spend any time together. So yes, a potential benefit would be you'd get to spend more time with the person that you choose to be with. Mm-hmm. Um, here's one that I wouldn't have thought of on the list because I've never actually personally experienced this before, but apparently... Some companies, if you both work for the same company, actually do have some benefits for couples who work in their organizations. And there are, apparently are even firms that award a huge uh, amount to the couple. Uh, hold on, I lost my place. Of both a husband and wife that belong to the firm. So basically what they're saying here is that there are some companies that might actually incentivize you for working together as a couple. I've never personally experienced that in the corporate world, but... I suppose it's possible, and that could be a potential benefit. It's interesting because when we were planning this show, I never thought about working together for somebody else. I only pictured it as being you work together for yourself. You're your own company, just like what we are, you know. So uh, it's you're bringing an interesting point. But there's there's a lot of different ways, for That's sure. That's true. That's true. Again, like so many options, you got to find what works for you. Yeah, and we'll, we'll see as we get into um, some other lists, you know, like tips and things like that as we go along, you'll realize that they they don't all apply to every situation. Like Mm -hmm. you could have a situation like us where we own a company together. Mm -hmm. Okay. You could have a situation where you both work for some other Mm -hmm. third party company maybe in the same capacity, maybe in very different capacities. Oh my gosh, what if one is like the boss of the other? Yeah, I don't know. What if she's the boss? <laughs> I don't know. Probably most companies wouldn't allow that. But you might have this sort of thing where, like, they're both lawyers and they work for the same mm. firm, but they don't own the firm. Right? Okay, got or it. Or it may be that uh, he works in the engineering department and she works in accounting. Mm-hmm. Right. There's there's so many different possibilities. Okay. There. All right. Well, all right. Let's continue with our benefits. Okay. So the next one is an easy commute. Yes. I mean, it makes it easy. Well, what makes it easier is when you work from home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love our commute. Our commute is uh, walk downstairs. <laughs> from the bedroom to office. <laughs> you know, number four is that it makes it that you can plan your days off together when you work together. Like, it's easier to plan your vacation, times off, because you are just in the same field, in the same company, or whatever that is. Well, so 
One of the potential benefits is that uh, your company, because you both work for the same one, they, they'd be off on the same day. Yes. Like, you know, around Christmas, some companies will take the whole week off in between Christmas and New Year's and other companies won't, right? Mm-hmm. So if you work for two different ones, you're like, well, I have off, but I don't. Mm-hmm. If you work for the same one, you might both have off. However, you'll see that's also a potential downside when we get to the downside That's exactly list. what so, I was thinking. I was like, oh, I can see this as a downside too. It, it certainly could be. Number five is that you get to share similar interests, and that's very important. And whether it's at work or whether it's like in life in general, you should share similar interests. If you don't, I don't think you have a base for being together. If you work in the same industry and for the same company, then likely you have similar interests because you're both doing a similar Mm -hmm. thing. So so that's good. That actually is good for your relationship in general. Mm Mm-hmm. I think another thing to um, as a benefit, some say that there's a greater dedication towards work. And I think that's really true when it's your own company, uh, because especially if you make no plan B, <laughs> you just have to make Burn it work. Burn the lifeboats. <laughs> <laughs> well, what that makes you too is that you start to become more resourceful too um, as a couple, like your team, like we call each other team us. And Ooh, now that's something that I want everybody to remember because that's going be, to become very important as we talk about some of these things later on. Yes. Being a team. Team US. And US stands for unstoppable success. We like acronyms. We put them in everything we do and they feel <laughs> really good. And you got to have these little things that keep you moving forward. Um, what that does too is that it brings more respect as a couple, especially when you can move through like rough patches and successes. I mean, it really builds you up. And in the last benefit of what it does to work together is you get a better understanding because most of the time we see it in our relationship, you each have different strengths. You each have places that you bring into things you bring into the company, into the relationship that um, make you unique and you can understand each other better by seeing how each other work and handle stress and difficult situations and stuff like that. Yeah, for sure. And, and, you know, you realize that like, okay, let's say that one person uh, works out in a stressful environment and maybe the other person's home taking care of the kids and it can go either way. It doesn't have to necessarily be the guy working and the woman taking care of the kids. It's probably more common, but it's not the only way. So he comes home, he's super stressed out. And, you know, it's not that she doesn't have understanding, but she's like, hey, I've been home all day and I'm stressed out too. And, you know, I want you to do this, that, or the other thing. One of the benefits to working together is both parties equally understand what went on that day, Mm -hmm. what kind of stress was involved, what the person (laughs) was dealing with, right? It's so much easier to have compassion Mm -hmm. for Mm -hmm. somebody when you understand, like, wow, today was just a train wreck of a work day, you know? Like, those happen, you know? Last week was a bit of a train wreck (laughs) of a work week, you know? And so you can understand what they went through. You can have compassion. Like it's, uh-huh. Other than them, you know, otherwise they just have to come home and try to explain it to you. And you're like, okay, whatever, you know. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So these are good benefits. Um, let's talk a little bit about some of the downsides. And then, of course, we will be giving you our tips and diving in more into what we do and what works for us. Um, but really, like... Having, you know, like some of the downsides, because I think that's what people sometimes look at first and like, should I do it? Should I not do it? Should we take the plunge and do this together? Um, The first thing is that, well, you have 
and I don't know if that's fully true, but little change in daily schedules. Well, actually, it's kind of true. We kind of have a schedule. You're right. <laughs> you are right. But we have a schedule that we do like. So we have set up a routine. We have a pre-work routine. We have a work routine. We take good lunch breaks. I mean, we, because we are working together, we basically make our company work around what we like for ourselves. Um, and so at least, even if it's the same routine, it's something that we like. Yeah, I mean, this came up when researching potential downsides of working mm -hmm. together. I'm not so sure I really see it as a downside. I mean, every entrepreneur book that you read, every successful person tells you about the importance of having regular schedules. Mm -hmm. So I don't really see having a regular schedule as a downside. Um And I actually see when when you work for two different things, especially if you have kids involved, right? Because you got you got kids, you got this job and this job, and you got to try to coordinate all of those things at once. Which I see is more of a of a downside than knowing like at least if we work together, mm -hmm. we got one job to coordinate, and then maybe the kids. As opposed, so I, I don't know. I, it could be a downside for some people. I don't see it as that much of a downside. So I'm going to go through the some of the downsides a little quickly here because I'm more We interested. Get to the tips. Exactly. Um, so some of the things that will hold people back are like, oh my gosh, like there's a lack of personal space. Like like we were saying, we're sharing an office, we're sharing a home, we're sharing a company. There's all of these things. What happens if um, you're not very good at managing your emotions and there's things like jealousy that arises or conflicts and you don't know how to like soothe them? And, and make them better what if you get stuck into a power struggles like when I was saying what if she's the CEO or like what you know and because that's going to come up like you each have to feel comfortable with the title you give each other and how you interact yeah. with one there's, another and there's a really easy way to deal with most of that stuff which we'll talk about when we get to the tips it, it's so simple you won't even believe it exactly that's not even gonna come up any more power struggles like that um One downside to for sure is that's that idea of the job security. It's actually an illusion. Well, it, it is, but in in this case, really, what they're talking about is is not, is you're going to have all your eggs in one basket, yes. right? You work together. Let's say you work for another company, and then that company has a downturn and they close. Now you're mm -hmm. both out of work instead of only one of you. So you know that that's the downside there when it comes to job security. And then last is the reverse of like, hey, you can each take time off together is actually when you both work for the same company, when you are the company owners and CEOs and all of that, sometimes it's hard to be like, can we leave it on like uh, cruise control for a week while we take a week off, both of us together. So that yeah. could be a challenge for some people. And this is what we were talking about when we were going over the benefits, which mm -hmm. is if you both work for the same company, if you're in maybe say the same department. It's entirely possible that the company could say, but we, we, we can't do without both of you at the same time. Mm -hmm. So that's a possibility. I mean, I don't know. If, if, if you work for corporate and you're listening to us, you, you, you probably have run into this at one time or another. But I know when I worked for corporate, um, I would often say, hey, I'd like to take a vacation at such and such a time. And they're like, oh, no. No, no, no. We've got this major project. You can't take a vacation until it's over. And you're like, over? That could be like six months from now, you know? I mean, seriously, that's the kind of stuff they used to say. So, you know, it's a potential downside that, that you may find it more difficult to get time off if you work together. 
All right. So we are going to get into our tips. But before that, we've got a question for you. Are you longing for more connection, deeper intimacy, and red-hot passion in your relationship? Mm -hmm. Yes. If you are a committed couple who loves each other but has lost the spark and has fallen into a boring routine, we have a special invite for you. We've created a program called Relationship Synergy. It's a cutting-edge, next-level intimacy program for the modern couple to help you fire up your love life. So basically, if you give us 90 days, we will help you transform your love life forever. So if you want to know more about Relationship Synergy, go to selenremycom forward slash Synergy, and it's S-Y-N-E-R-G-Y, Synergy. All right. So we've talked about the benefits. We've talked about the potential downsides. So if you work together or you're thinking about working together, what are some tips to make this work? So we've got two lists of tips. The first list is just one that Celine and I brainstormed because we work together. As she said, we own a relationship publishing company together. So like, what are some of the things we've learned from working together <laughs> over these years? And then, and then the second list is a whole list of stuff that we compiled from other experts out there in the interwebs. And we'll see how, <laughs> how those two really like match up, like, you know, are we doing what the experts say? Did they come up with stuff we haven't thought of? We'll find out. <laughs> Number one, and it's always the same in everything you do, right? Know your why. Yeah, this was big. I had to put this at the top of the list. You have to know why you're working together. <laughs> Because if it's just like, well, because it, it just sort of happened that way or because we didn't know what else to do or because one of them couldn't find a job. So it was like, hey, come work with me kind of thing. You really want to know your why, because let's be honest, it's not always easy. <laughs> it's not. Right. And, and so you have to be, it has to be tied to a bigger why. Yes. And, you know, go deeper than we just want to make good money together because, yes, that's awesome. But it's like, why is there, like I said, the freedom? And then, you know, there's, there's the selfish why for yourself, for yourself as an individual and yourself as a couple. And then there's a why also more like humanitarian kind of like for the planet. And if you're not doing something good for the overall planet of everyone involved, it's not going to be very nourishing on a soul level. So I think if you can have all of it, your selfish why and the like bigger why that goes beyond you and your relationship, it will really keep that fire going. Yeah, exactly. And, and when things get tough, you can <laughs> reflect back on that why and it will keep you going for sure. <laughs> Okay, I like this one other tip is about being polite with each other. And it's interesting because sometimes in the workplace, people tend to get really mad at each other, right? Or like they have a short fuse and like kind of say, oh, and this like go with name, name calling each other and stuff. And you got to remember that at the end of the day, you're still husband and wife or boyfriend and girlfriend, whatever you call yourselves. And you can't just be like, hey, you're such an a-hole and call this person like that because they'll still remember at the end of the day when you shift back into lover modes, you know. Um, so being able to use a little bit of politeness goes a really long way. Yeah, you can't say uh, to the jury to disregard that statement. <laughs> 
doesn't work in juries either, by the way. Once you've heard it, you've heard it. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, you, you got to be polite. And, you know, and this kind of goes for working in general, but I, I can't tell you how many times working in corporate where I had to deal with like really stupid bosses or just mm-hmm. idiot coworkers. But because they have a higher title than you or because they're technically your boss, you know, they're going to tell you how it goes. And so many times you just want to tell them, you know, shut the fuck up, you pencil neck little fucking stupid ass dork. You know, you don't know shit. You're an idiot. You couldn't find your way out of the server room, you know, more or less uh, fix something. So, so that's exactly why not to tell your spouse. Exactly. <laughs> well, that, that, that's, that's where I was going with that. It's like, you, those are the things that come up a lot of the time. <laughs> you don't want to really say them, you know. <laughs> you know, um, you got to remember that you're humans and... I think that if you have an understanding in your relationship that you both are going to show up doing your best at all times, your best will vary. Some days you'll be like, and I'm just like, I'm having all teary eyed thinking about that because you like knowing that you're showing up and giving you all and giving your best and you can be okay with your partner making a mistake because you know, like he did his best or she did her best. And if that's the baseline of your relationship, you can go through anything, but the, you have to remember that you have to have that in place as you make this commitment to show up 100%, even though that 100% will be slightly different because, hey, today you have a headache or you have low energy or today you're on fire, but know that you're showing up as your best self every day. Absolutely. So uh, along with... Um being polite and not saying those things and all that, we also have have great communication skills. Mm-hmm. This is really important. <laughs> you have to learn how to effectively communicate and compassionately communicate. <laughs> huge, huge. Probably one of the most important skills on the list. Oh, yeah. And you know, what's interesting is that it's an ever-evolving evolving skill, right? And so... Sometimes you'll be stressed out or triggered and you won't be able to speak exactly the way that you should speak. And so um, we had something this weekend where um, I wasn't expressing myself very well. I meant to say one thing. You heard something really different than what I'm even meant to say or said. And uh, it was like, okay, how could I have done it better? So after that, we reflected, should we have a safe word? Or like, how could we deflect something when we start to see that we're going downhill? Like, um, is it like, okay, I hear you and I need a, bo- a pause. And it's like, okay. Like once you start to see that you're going down that like, like big, like crash, stop it. You don't have to like stay on the, in the train if it's yeah. crashing, you know, and that's how you need to learn these things. Cause you're not always going to be spectacular at communication, but having placed the skills, do your best and have some ways of like, just like pausing. When it gets too heated. Absolutely. (laughs) All right. I want to talk about um, mixing things up. Ooh, that's so sexy, Mm -hmm. right? And We mixed it up a little this weekend. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we had sex outside, um, on the chair, inside on the couch, and back outside, uh, right where we got married. Yeah, that was great. Three different locations. Awesome. Anyway, that's not what we're talking about here. (laughs) Here we're talking about, hey, meeting at the conference room, a.k.a. the dining room table. (laughs) You know, give them cool names, you know, and change things. You know, sometimes like, let's have a power meeting. 
on the table outside, you know, <laughs> or like it's not always in the office, right? And when you do that, some studies have shown that kids do better with their homeworks if they're not always just at the same desk. And so you can take that same concept for your relationship and your work where it's like, hey, let's like, even though your office is great, sometimes it's good to, we even go sometimes have like a, a, a lunch meeting, like yeah. go eat out and, and take a notepad and, and do your business meeting at lunch or something like this. It makes a difference. Yeah. The, the only thing I would caution on that one is, you know, it's very trendy right now for entrepreneurs to be like your sort of traveling laptop entrepreneur, mm -hmm. which means they don't have any area set up in their home space for an actual like professional office. And they just figure that wherever they are with their laptop, they can do it. And there is a beautiful freedom to that. And there's also something to be said for having a dedicated space mm -hmm. where you can actually have phone calls and meetings and get stuff done and have organization and be an actual professional. So what we do is we have those spaces set up and we are professionals. And every once in a while, we're like, okay, let's get out of the office mm -hmm. and just do it differently. Mix mm -hmm. it up a little. When it's funny you're saying about um, like that, put, putting, putting this part, because the next one was like dress the part. Mm -hmm. And I know it's a big thing where people are like, oh yeah, working from home means I can be in sweats all day long. I, we actually dress up, you know, of course you're not dressing up the same, like I'm not putting heels or you're not putting like a suit and tie, like you would have to do or, or the shaving is not the same, but there's something about like, Hey, I want to feel good. I want to feel like a million dollar. I want to run this company and I'm showing up for it fully. And it's okay that some days you are in your sweats, but it's good sometimes to just like dress the part because also you take each other seriously, like more seriously where you're like, yeah, you look good. And it's like, yeah, you're the CEO of this company. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> and you know, I mean, like you said, it's okay to be comfy from time to time, but mm -hmm. yeah, you want to treat your business like it's real, like mm -hmm. it's professional. Mm -hmm. All right. Next one. I want to talk about this one. Okay. Be each other's cheerleaders. Mm -hmm. And so this is basically, this is like we were talking about um, the cure for some of the potential downsides. Mm -hmm. Like it's so simple, you won't even, you won't even understand mm. it. What it is, is team us. Mm -hmm. You know, we call it team us. You can call it whatever you want to call it. But the idea is that whether you're working together for your own business or you're working together in somebody else's business, you are a team mm -hmm. and the relationship comes first. If you're two lawyers working for a firm and one of you gets promoted and the other one doesn't, you don't go into jealousy because like I should have gotten the promotion and you, you look at it and you go, what's good for the team is good for both of us. Mm -hmm. The fact that one of you got a promotion and is now making more money or maybe in a position to dictate the work that you actually do or whatever it is, that's a good thing <laughs> for you as a team. Mm -hmm. And this is a, whether you're working together or not, this is how you should view your relationship. <laughs> your team. Uh-huh. And whatever is good for the team is good for both of you. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And also being each other cheerleaders means, you know, the day when one of you is like not seeing how great you are, like be like, 
I don't know, you have days where you doubt your own abilities. Your partner can be like reminding you of like all the great things you do, who you are and how much of an asset you are for the company. And that kind of leads to the, la- the, the, the following point that we had, which is being each other's PR. And what I love about this when we work together is I don't have to go to social pe- like meetings and parties and talk about what I do. I just get to talk about how great Kevin is and how, well, he is the part of the uh, comp- company, you know, that we mm-hmm. own together. And he does the same for me. And it's really cool because also you get to hear like amazing things about yourself through your partner's like description to other people and it feels really good you act as cheerleaders you act as pr like it's really bonding yeah this is this is big because i can tell you in all the years i worked in corporate nobody was ever a cheerleader for me Mm. you know it's Mm -hmm. like it's not that you never heard ever that you did a good job but you know I, i worked as a fairly high level position in corporate America. And I can tell you that mostly what I got, it was like, it was like traditional Japanese martial arts. If you've ever trained in a traditional Japanese martial art, it kind of goes like this. You're either constantly being told that you're doing it wrong or you're not being told anything. (laughs) And so here's the thing. You knew that you did it right training traditional Japanese martial arts when they don't say anything. Mm-hmm. That's their way of saying good job is they're just quiet. <laughs> they're not criticizing you. That's how you know you did a good job. And corporate America was very much like that. It was pretty rare that anybody ever was like, wow, you did a great job. <laughs> they were either just bitching at you and complaining about shit or they just didn't say anything. Mm. Um, and that's honestly, that's just, it's bullshit. It's nonsense. And if you're going to work with your significant other... Wow, what an amazing miracle to be in an environment where somebody actually tells you you did a good job and congratulates you. And, you know, that goes a long way with your relationship. Bringing more appreciation into your relationship goes so, like, it it just makes things much better. So it will definitely work. Remember that whole idea of the power struggle. When you feel seen, when you feel appreciated, when you feel acknowledged for your hard work, the little things you take care of. And it depends, you know, each one of you might want some slight difference like in in terms of the appreciation one may want more appreciation around the the the, all the little things that they do the other one might be more about uh the overall um uh, how smooth the company operates so like things like that it it doesn't matter you can tell each other also what which appreciation lends best you know and you can just witness your partner but this will absolutely transform how good you feel about yourself, how good you feel about your relationship, and how good you feel about your company. Mm-hmm. Now, we have two more tips here for people who work together that I think are really essential. Number one is about setting good boundaries. Mm-hmm. And that means that you um, are very clear on like, this is what I need or what's required for me to work well. You know, there are things like, um, I need total silence when I work, uh, when I do writing. And every time I'm like writing a sales page or different things like that, I need to not be disturbed. Hearing Kevin even like slightly cough irritates me. 
And so, um, you know, I let him know about that. You need to not be disturbed when you are doing like complex things in the back end of our technology and you're looking at things and it's like, I can't be like asking you questions, you know, and stuff like that. So we've learned what each other needs and we've found ways to also like either I go to a different room or I put on headphones with like um, binaural beats and things that just like keeps me focused, whatever that is. But you need to be able to express your boundary and set them, Okay. Yeah, and that's the thing is when you're when you're working together and you're married or you're living together or whatever it is, you spend a lot of time together. And so boundaries are really important. <laughs> but I think when it comes to setting good boundaries and we're talking about working together, the biggest thing that I find, especially if you own your own business, is you have to set boundaries about this is work time mm. and this is not work time. <laughs> This is us time. This is play time. This is, you know, time with the kids, whatever it is. That is really important because what tends to happen far too often for entrepreneurs is that it's always just work time. Like it's free game to talk about it anytime. Yeah. (laughs) And you're like making love and like, how about this new name for our program? And you're like, we're freaking making love right now. Yeah. So True story, by the way. <laughs> well, so that was my issue this weekend is I had to set a boundary because I was completely burnt out from the week. And I had to say, look, you're asking me questions about business stuff on Saturday. And I was like, I'm not doing it. I, I just, I cannot do any more business fucking Saturday. <laughs> yes. And so some of the things that can work is, uh, for me, what I've done is I have a little notepad next to the, the, the bed so that I can write down my ideas. It takes an amazing amount of self-control to not bother <laughs> Kevin, but I've wiped them down and then I can like bring them up on our business meeting. You know, things that we've done too is like, okay, we don't interrupt each other, even if we write next to each other and we make a request like, hey, I need a 20 minutes uh, power meeting to go over this problem that I have. When can we do it today or tomorrow? Like we really play again as a team and play around that concept that not everything goes. When we're making love, we're making love. I mean, sometimes we intentionally make love to get ideas for a new program or whatever we're creating. And so it's infused with love and it's amazing, but it's the intention. If that has not been set at the beginning, don't bring your business stuff in the bedroom. Yeah. That's just how it goes, you know. That's a boner killer. It is. And just like we had to teach ourselves to uh, unplug uh, from like having phones or technology on the weekend, it's hard at first to unplug from being um, like company owners, business people and be like, wow, like because you live, breathe it all the time, but you have to force yourself and like you unlearn the habit and then it becomes easier. It's a must if you want to maintain sanity. Mm -hmm. So... Along with that is actually the last tip, which is to make sure that you have, you know, I wrote down meet time, downtime, cave time, <laughs> whatever you want to call it. But because you're together as a couple uh-huh. and you're working together, you have to make sure that you have some downtime, mm-hmm. some you time to do whatever it is. And it could be as a guy to go do stuff with the guys or it could just be man cave time mm-hmm. or you're in your cave doing your thing. For women, it could be spend time with your girlfriends Mm -hmm. or, you know, in your she shed, whatever it is. (laughs) Yeah. And so that's the beauty of having interdependence and independence and playing with all of that and having clear time.
times, clay times where you come together as a couple to um, not work on your business, but like play in your relationship and, and, and create more love. Times where you have times for nurturing your own cup and yourself and times to be together as working units. And if you put these in place, you will avoid a lot of the pitfalls and it's actually fun, thrilling, thriving to own a business together, to run a company together. It has a lot of potential for deep fulfillment. Yeah. So we're getting pretty close to the end of this episode, but I just wanted to quickly run down this list of other uh, experts' tips. Oh, really? You're going to go through that? I figured we were going to skip it. No, no. I'm just going to read through it real fast. We don't have to do commentary on every single one of them, but I want to see where they match up with the things that we've already talked about. <laughs> All right. So the first one, give each other enough space. All right. Done. That one we covered. <laughs> uh, you need to set boundaries at work as well as home. Okay. Boom. We got that mm-hmm. one covered. Scheduled date nights. Mm-hmm. That's something that we talk a lot about on this show. Mm-hmm. So it's funny. We didn't put it on our list of, of um, things for working together, but it is absolutely on our list of things to make a good relationship. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, at work, being professional is essential. We got that covered. We talked mm-hmm. about that one. Um, relationship reassessments are necessary. Oh, that's interesting. That's where they're talking about like every once in a while to stop and reassess like, is this really working for you as a relationship? And, you know, we've talked in the past too that that you should actually be doing this throughout your Mm -hmm. relationship. Like you should be looking at your relationship and seeing what's working, what's not. Do we need to make changes? So that's a a good one. I would add that one to the list. Yeah, of course absolutely. correct. Effective communication. Yep, Yep, we got that one. Uh, listening is, is is an important trait to both. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I would I would kind of throw that in with effective communication because mm-hmm. effective communication requires good listening. <laughs> but it's a good point to mention it that uh, there should be listening on both parts, both mm-hmm. counts. Yep, yep. Uh, make your interaction or communication clear. Okay, so some more good, clear communication. Uh, prioritize tasks and, and tasks and divide equally. We got that covered. Oh, hold on. There was a point that I'm not seeing that I had in there about the task. Oh, it's in there and I skipped it. Yeah, divide the task. Divide the task. You have to think equitable, not equal when it comes to dividing the tasks. What are your strengths? Which one are you good at? And it's not because I'm doing 50% or like I'm, I'm doing this, I don't know, writing thing. I have to do 50%, you have to do 50%. It's like, which one do you enjoy doing? Which one are you better at? And then how can we put on the same amount of work, even though if it's not exactly in half like what's being done? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I forgot we, we skipped that one on our list. Yeah, and it was so important. We had to mention right. it. Right. Are you uh, going to go through the entire list? Uh, but we're breezing through. We're halfway through all already. All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Next, avoid discussing uh, work at home. Mm-hmm. So we've already talked about that, setting clear boundaries. Uh, never bring in a personal problem at work. Ooh, we didn't put that one on the list, but that's a good one. To, mm. to, just like you keep the business stuff out of personal, you should keep the personal stuff out of business. I it's like that. It's just done for some. But <laughs> for sure. Self-control, self-control. Uh, spend some <laughs> decent me time. We already talked mm-hmm. about that one. Take breaks and plan vacations. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's important too. That I, To me, that falls in the whole boundaries thing. You know, it's like setting yeah. the boundary about when you need space, when you need mm-hmm. time. Um Next is be for each other at hard times. So we talked about that, being each other's cheerleaders. Have respect for each other. We Mm -hmm. covered that. Uh, Know when to move out. 
that one was in regards when we were doing the research about like when you should uh, get out of a particular business, like if it's mm. not working, whether it's one of you or both of you mm. or, or whatever. Yeah, that that's an interesting one. Okay. Dress for work. We covered that. Being professional. We covered that. Mm-hmm. Proper homework can help. Okay. Well, you're listening to this Love Lab episode, so you're doing your homework about what to look for, what to avoid, and how to prepare very well. There you go. (laughs) Cheer each other at times. We covered that one. At times, divide your work. We Mm -hmm. covered that one. That's actually redundant. This is a a list of different things we found across a bunch of different articles that we were reading. Uh, Value your relationship, of course, of course. And dream big and together. Oh, I like that one. Mm-hmm. We didn't have that one necessarily. Well, we on our had list. it as know your why. That's true. You're right. It does kind of fall under mm-hmm. know your why. Yeah. We had it at the base, <laughs> the foundation. Mm-hmm. Well, there you go. So I, I'm actually somewhat proud that that we we brainstormed that list ourselves mm-hmm. first, and then we kind of matched it up with what experts. say and there's a lot of overlap there and Mm -hmm. and that's pretty cool Uh, and I feel like um, we gave the listeners a lot of stuff like a lot of ideas and a lot of tips so Mm -hmm. you got a giant fire hose full of tips for how to make this work and it is possible to make it work you can be happy thriving in love work and relationship Absolutely. All right. Well, that is all the time we have for this episode. We hope that you found value in it and we will see you next week. We hope you liked this episode of the Love Lab podcast. If you enjoyed this show, leave a comment and share it with your friends. And if you want more, we have an entire digital library with the best sex tips and relationship advice at CelineRemy.com. That's C-E-L-I-N-E-R-E-M-Y.com. So join us in the sex vault to continue this adventure. Thanks for listening. And remember, you're amazing. <laughs>